This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to a brand new episode, ladies and gentlemen, of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 214, and I am one of the hosts. Brandon, you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined here by David. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. How are you doing this fine, fine morning? This fine, fine morning, I am doing... Quick, what is it? Brooke Danielle. Good, I'm training you. You got to go, go into your cabinet and take a cookie. But, um, but seriously, how are you, are, how are you doing? Are you a little break? Or? No, you're not allowed to take the break. You're going to eat the cookie now, and you're going to do the show. All right, all right. I'm doing awesome. You want a snossage? Am... What? You want a snossage? A snossage? What's yeah, a snossage? Isn't that the thing that they give dogs? Dogs eat snossages? Snossages! Isn't that I've a thing? I've never heard that before. I could swear that's a thing. Maybe it's not. I don't <laughs> know. Snossage? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe you should trademark it. No, I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Snossage? I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Yo, my dog wants some snossage. I don't know. Doesn't sound right. Doesn't work for me. But, Brandon, more than anything, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. And yes, snossages are are a treat. Oh, I've never heard of that. What kind of a treat? Describe it. It's a dog it treat. I don't know What's, what it tastes like. You've never Let's had it. No, it's a it's a, a dog thing. It's a snossages in a blanket. So it's clearly it's a dog food. Snossage in a blanket. Have you never seen the commercial? There's a little cartoon dog running around saying snossages or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I have. Maybe I have. Apparently, it's from 1984. They had to have. They still make Ooh. these. They have to make these still. Vintage. They have to make these things still. I don't know. Snossages. You got a taste test. Snossages with so many flavors make every day a party. How's that going to be a party? How is that even a slogan for that? Make every day a party. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, is it a dog party? I don't get it. Snossages what? in a blanket with beef and cheese flavor. Snossages, uh. snaw, sums, sausages. What? No, snossages. So, this is a tongue twister. <laughs> snaw, something only dogs can say, I guess. Snossages, snaw, sums, beef and chicken flavor. Then there's so, snossages, snaw, sums, beef and cheese flavor. Let's see what the snossages in a blanket are. Is there other flavors? Are there other flavors? I don't know. More Am I snossages. Talking to myself? Is anybody, anybody listening? listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> this current promotions. Throw a, throw your pocketbook a party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> They're really man. bad with these things. Jeez. Sign up to keep up with all the snossome promotions and special <laughs> offers. And coupons. Who doesn't love coupons? And coupons are awesome. Then it goes... Then you go current promotions. There are no coupons currently available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone needs help with their uh, with their promotions. Snossages. They, what? Are you kidding me? What? They have a link to their Twitter account on their website. It's at Snossages. It goes to a link. There's one tweet from somebody following 28 people with two followers named <laughs> Kyle Murphy under the word Snossages. Web developer likes coffee, 
video games and programming. Not a brand of dog food. From Dublin, Ireland. I assume Ireland. And his only tweet is, at so-and-so, Hey, can you fix a brother up with some Haneke articles? I don't know what Haneke is. Have a Halloween marathon planned. Haneke or something? Haneke? So so it's safe to say that they don't have the correct Twitter account. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't. But who, what kind of a person makes their Twitter handle Snossages? I guess somebody that thought there'd be more followers from a... <laughs> it's a pretty catchy commercial, I thought. Maybe, let's out. see if maybe their Facebook leads somewhere else. <laughs> no, their Facebook leads to Snossages. They, well, they, real quick, just things to check out. Uh, you mentioned all of that, right? No, you didn't. Yeah, no, their last post is May 31st, 2014. That's funny. We are on Twitter at Marking Out. You can also, we, uh, we joined the Shoot Wrestling Network. You can go check them out on Twitter at Shoot Network. It is 24-7 live and on demand pro wrestling podcast featuring some of the top podcasts around us. Of course, Pro Wrestling Nation, another wrestling podcast, Wrestling's Rope Break, and a ton of others. Go check out shootwrestlingnetwork.weebly.com for more information, and that's 24-7. Weebles wobble, but they... They never fall. Yeah, okay. Someone said that the other day, too. Really? Yeah, it was just so random. Well, well, here it's not so random because I heard the website Weebly, so... Weebly Wobble? Ron, yeah. But yeah. I, I'm doing awesome as always. I know you were going to ask that before, but I was talking about Actually, I, I think I did ask you before. It, it might have been cut <laughs> off by my snossages, though. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Any uh, highlights for the week? Uh, not not much. Any highlights for you? You always ask me if there's highlights. Um, Not really. Nothing for me. It was cool to watch uh, um, some of that five-girl wrestling match, the PJ Black versus Tony Nese on Making Towns with the... Uh, uh, oh, I didn't even get to watch that. I didn't even know Brian it was out. Brian Myers. I did not even know it was out. Yeah. What is it with? It's with Brian Myers. Yeah. Right? Making yeah. Towns. Yeah. So go check out Making Towns. They have uh, some of the clips from five-girl wrestling, and it's pretty cool. I, w- I wish I was there for Tony Nese versus Black. Cause I, w- I would love to see that. Yeah, um, you know what sucks. Yeah. You know what sucks this week is that uh, SummerSlam presale tickets went on sale. Oh yeah, how'd that go for you? Well, first, what was it? Was it last week or when did they? They went on sale Saturday, I guess. They went on presale Saturday, where I guessed the. Well, I thought I guessed the code was Summer, but it turned out to be SummerSlam. However, for whatever reason, Ticketmaster was accepting anything after Summer as the presale code. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted SummerSlam Amania or SummerSlam or Summer Ticketmaster Sucks, anything like that was working to look for tickets. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen that happen before. But after so you, you tried this or No, no, yeah, I was absolutely. You could go in right now and type in SummerSlam Amania or SummerSlam Sucks or something like that and it'll still go as one of the pre-sale codes. <clears throat> but then on was it Wednesday or something? They they put more tickets on sale for American Express and Barclays slash WWE presale at the same time, and those tickets ended up being the same tickets. I've never, I don't know if I've ever known that to happen before either. Where what do you mean the same tickets? Like you can get the the same ticket that you would get with the Amex presale would be the same ticket that 
was with the other password, which I've never seen before. Normally, with a presale like that, I assume it's like Amex has their own locations. The WWE presale would have their own locations. But for some reason, <clears throat> it was the same tickets, and they sold out pretty quickly. Huh. So you got shut down from SummerSlam. Well, hopefully uh, Saturday, tomorrow, 314, I'll be able to... They go on sale, so hopefully I'll be able to grab Oh, some. I thought that they sold out already. No, it's pre-sale tickets were... Oh, bad. okay. I don't know. I have no interest in going to SummerSlam, to be honest with you. I know you asked me earlier in the week, but to make it known on the podcast, I, I have no interest to go see a product that I don't... What? That I'm going to only enjoy two matches? I... No, thank you. And and then to top it off, for whatever reason, WWE is running back-to-back -back nights with Monday Night Raw the next night being at Barclays Center as well, which I'm mm -hmm. told it was done for, I think, WrestleMania 21 and 22. Yeah. But that I don't, should be I don't, interesting. But I don't see the point of trying to sell out the same venue two nights in a row. Yeah, I could see it. it's probably going to happen because it's SummerSlam. But I yeah. just I don't see the point in that, and uh, could just be traveling wise. They don't like maybe they're bringing in a few people that don't want to travel. I don't know. I have no idea. It's definitely an easy change from SummerSlam set to Monday Night Raw set if they're going along with the pay per view set that have yeah has, that they've been doing yeah. But yeah, it's unfortunate. And then they have a, a list of house show dates or whatever uh, upcoming dates, and then a. There's a house show apparently on Friday the 17th of July at Barclays. It's like, what are they, the MSG now? Like, they're probably uh, trying to stick it to MSG. Like, yeah, why don't you lower your rent? Yeah, they should. It sucks. They should. Today's Friday the 13th. Yeah, who cares? Jason does. Last Jason. last last month was Friday the 13th as well. So yeah, it was. Everyone right. forgets that. I hate. I I absolutely hate when Friday the 13th happened because it's like. It just happened last month or a few months yeah. ago. Then you you see at least like 15 posts about Jason. Yeah, uh, it's going to happen again in November. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jason Linick. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not a fan of these movies. I think they're they're I love those movies. I just, but we we spoke about it though. Yeah, they're garbage. Yeah, we I I love them. What what's really cool, this has nothing to do with Jason, but at the same time it does because it's a horror film. Now are we talking about Linick or no? No, <laughs> and we could be though in the same sort of sentence. But uh, they have the Chiller Theater. You know that, right? The, yeah, I've heard of that. The horror convention in New Jersey, and I was looking at some of the guests, and they're gonna have like a Mighty Ducks reunion with some of them. That's cool. Keenan's not gonna be there. Of but, course, uh, it's too good for that stuff anymore. Hey, man, and uh, yeah, Potsy, and uh, what's the other one's name? Oh, uh, from Happy Days. Yeah, I can't think of his name now. I forgot. The red-headed one. Don, Don, whatever his name is. Mm. All right, so let's get on to some comments and questions for the week. Yeah. This one is from Aaron. Hey, guys. Glad to be back and listening to the podcast. Life has been absurdly busy with school, work, managing, uh, two, uh, managing two websites full-time, etc. So I've listened on and off for, uh, for since the last time I've commented. So I'm unsure on how you guys feel on some stuff going into WrestleMania 31. For the most part, I'm more excited than, uh, than everyone else about this show. Here's my question. 
which match are you most looking forward to going into WrestleMania? And which one will be the, uh, the best belt-to-belt overall match? For me, I'm most looking forward to seeing Wyatt vs. Taker. I think they'll put together a good 15-20 minute match and tell an amazing story. As for the best overall belt-to-belt match, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go with Rollins and Orton. I think that match. Yeah, I think that match will no doubt steal the show. Thanks for reading my comment. Happy to be back on the program. Follow me on Twitter at Aaron underscore PWP. Um, I, pr- my preference, I think that that ladder match that they're setting up for the Intercontinental Championship is going to be the best overall. I just, I, I don't want to have forward to the mat uh, the most. I don't want to have too high of hopes for that though, because then if it's like. You know, I I know I kind of have a feeling it's only going to be like a seven minute match, which it better not be, man. Because they're they're going to give Taker thirty minutes or something. They're going to give Sting Triple 30. H 30, 30 minutes. Brock will get thirty. Yeah, that's an hour and a half right there off the four hour card. Yeah, but it's just I'm going to agree with you and say that as well. But uh, it's just one of those things where it's like WWE has the means to do so, and then they just don't. Like yeah. with uh, Goldust versus Stardust, it's like uh, Fastlane comes and goes. They have their match. The matches and yeah. leaves us wanting a lot more. And then did did you see the reason that they they dropped it because they thought that fans weren't getting behind it enough? I think that's an absolute horseshit reason. I don't think that. I agree. I don't think that. How could you? Who says that? How's that even? I re- I read that on one of the sites, and now Goldust is probably going to be thrown into the Memorial Tournament uh, Battle Royal. And Sheamus will probably make his surprise return and be in the ladder match or something. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. So. Uh, next. Uh, also, I am I am starting to get like, it's WrestleMania season. It's never not going to be WrestleMania season, I think. When it's, when it's WrestleMania season, of course. So, uh, I'm feeling it. Uh, Ryan Davis wrote in saying, WrestleMania is in 16 days. Oh, that's funny. How does it feel? I am not hyped for it at all. Hasn't felt like WrestleMania season since last year. I should have just saved what I was going to say for this. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm going to reiterate and say that I feel like it is WrestleMania season. Where they're built... Like, I could definitely see where he's coming from, but there's uh, parts that's on current WWE programming that just screams wrestlemania and it's not like oh the finger point to the sign big whoop it's just uh i guess knowing that it's getting closer to the the date and uh the matches the setups and everything i agree then he goes on to say what are your guys thoughts on the riley versus owens storyline i'm a fan of it i think it's a good way to get riley back in the uh back in action and it keeps him kind of gets him relevant pretty quickly as opposed to Riley just going up against Bull Dempsey or someone like that and picking up a victory or even losing and I think that Kevin Owens is a good way to get him up there it's very interesting that it's like out of nowhere he gets thrown Mm -hmm. into this whole ordeal it is very random especially since the last time that we really saw him wrestle was 2012 yeah so, but I'm, you see, I'm completely fine with this. I'm a fan of Riley's. I've been a fan of Riley's since the beginning. 
I kind of can't see Riley picking up a victory over Owen. So, oh, I, if it if it's gonna happen, it'll be like a quick, like a not not cheap, but like uh, a oh, like one. Owens Owens is gonna tear him apart. But if I that feel. if that doesn't happen, then it's gonna be like ha, I like I just beat you like quickly. You weren't expecting it, and then the next week he'll get beat up or something. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes on saying, also, since Samoa Joe is coming to NXT soon, is that true? Um, nothing really out there yet. What is the most it's, ridiculous name you would give him? I mean, they, they've been saying how he's been, there's been discussion and negotiating going on, but I don't know if anything's official yet. So what's the most ridiculous name you would give him? Uh, Joe from Samoa. What about Jamoan So? That works. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is Jamoan So doing here in the NXT zone? Slim Joe. Slim I don't know. Joe. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. What? Pretty ridiculous. I don't know. Slim Joe. Yeah. What about Bazooka Joe? He can come out chewing gum. That works. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot Wrestling Podcast is live on the Shoot Wrestling Network this Sunday on shootwrestlingnetwork.weebly.com. Go there for a 24-7 wrestling podcast stream as well as on demand section. At Ryan Davis, K-O-W, at Shoot Network. Last week's episode was awesome, as always. Next comment is from Jason. Hey guys, sorry I've been away from the comment section for so long. Working my full-time job and adding overtime to that has eaten up a lot of my time. Anyway, as with every WWE 2K15 DLC, I had to come on and ask Brandon what he thought. I think it is the best group of DLC yet and was totally worth the price of $6.99. What say you? Thanks, guys. I'll make sure to leave a better comment for the WrestleMania Go Home Show. Jason at Jay Linick on Twitter. I want to so, know, know, know your thoughts first based off of the video. Um, based off of the video, I mean, all of them, I'm impressed with all the videos. The JBL, the nose, I'm not a fan of. Something look, just looks weird about it. The JBL knows. Um, I like that they have the, uh, the what is it, the rosebuds. But I don't know why they have only one female with it. That's, I always feel like I notice more females than uh, males in that, like, the rosebud grouping. Yeah. So I think they probably should have added a few more in there. Um, I thought it was good. I mean, I still think it's wild that they charge six ninety nine to get like four wrestlers yeah I, I think it sucks the pricing these this year i thought was really because if this one is going to be 6.99 where it comes for it comes with the ascension it comes with adam rose jbl and then quote unquote for free you get emma that's five for free you're paying for her why is the other pack ddp bam bam bigelow regal finley and I think there was one other person. Lex Luger? Lex Luger, five for seven ninety nine. Yeah, they I don't was, really... Like, what's the... I don't understand. Yeah, I think that their pricing is a little bit skewed. But uh, I, I'm having a lot of fun with this pack. Uh, it's difficult finding out, trying to figure out which arenas come out with the limousine for JBL and which don't. It's... Why some don't and some do? Yeah, I guess because some have a, an entrance ramp and some don't or something. I don't know. And then some some of the arenas don't have rosebuds for them. 
I don't understand that either. But and then from the last generation, which is Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, to the current generation, which is Xbox One and PS4, the rosebuds are somewhat different. Like the bunny doesn't look like how the bunny should look on TV. It looks like uh, a half finished bunny in that last generation. Um, the the rosebud female, for whatever reason, is it's the same woman except in the last generation she's black, and in the the new one she's white. You couldn't just add an extra female and put her whatever opposite race you don't have. I don't. I don't, that's what I, I from the looks of it at least. It, she looks white in the current generation. In my game, like, she looks black. I don't know if it's the lighting or not, but like I, I don't get. I just don't get why there's just one female. Well, I mean, they could have had one if you. If we, the are, race we already was a king, we already know we already know the game is sexist. You can't create females, so that is, in, that in is the true. current generations. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm having so much fun with these. Uh, the Ascension really fun to play with, although their really? their move set is kind of generic. So, but I mean, so is the their move set in real life. So. Or mm-hmm. somewhat generic. It's not totally generic. But uh, how is uh, Emma's entrance is pretty cool. Yeah, she got the bubbles in there and everything. No, I I went went in there, did some fixing up to her. Apparently, I don't understand. First of all, not first of all. For some reason, uh, the Emma sandwich I thought wasn't in the current uh, the last generation system. Which for anyone who doesn't know what the Emma sandwich is, the Emma Mite sandwich. But they can't call it Emmamite because it's, you know, copyrighted or whatever. But uh, it's the diving crossbody she does to the corner. You know, mm-hmm. with the move, right? Yeah. So I, I, I saw... Wait, why video- can't they say that? Well, I guess because Vegemite. Yeah, but that's it's, Vegemite. That's yeah, not Emmamite. I guess it's still too close for them to want to say that. I don't know. That's weird. All but, right. Um... I saw a clip from the current generation video games that it's in there as a grapple, I think it was. And I was like, what the, f- what the heck, man? Why isn't this in here? And uh, then I went, they did some digging in the last generation, and it's in there as a running grapple. Uh, not a running grapple, a running move to the corner. Sure. Uh-huh. So that looks cool. And uh, it's All cool. Right. The Moodle lock's in now. So, cause that, or the Emma lock. It's got the little theatrics of Emma. Yeah. And the, the Fall of Man, that looks great. That's the uh, Ascension's finisher. How, how does a double-team move work in that? Uh, well, you could assign it differently, but in their case, it's their tag-team finisher that you would be giving it to them as, I guess. Because uh-huh. uh, I had to make it. I don't know if, for some reason, it may, had me make them as a tag-team. I think other people just went in the game as a tag-team. But uh, you would go and assign a tag-team finisher, and it would be that. So when you get a finisher, you th- Irish whip them into the corner, hit triangle like you would for a finisher. Uh huh. It would make the tag, and you would do the the move. Oh, and then they—that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So let's continue with this sports entertainment talk and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Raw kicked off with an authority promo with Randy Orton. Um, but it's, I was. It's- do you, I don't understand how they call it the authority without Triple H and Stephanie. I, I don't. I mean, I get. I get how they call it the authority because it's still. It's like the corporation when Vince and Shane weren't out there. But then again, like, like why wasn't Triple H and Stephanie out there? 
Well, because if Randy Orton is going around belittling all of them, it would really look bad if he's belittling Triple H, considering Triple H is going in against Sting. And I, I, I can't see them doing that. But I, I still don't get that belittling of Randy Orton. Like, I mean, we all know that he's well, not a part of the authority. I mean, what do you mean? He, but what do you mean you can't understand the belittling of Randy Orton? Like I mean, how he was belittling them. Right. How he was well, like, throwing out insults. Yeah, well, Kane and Big Show welcomed him back. And then Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury basically were like, no. Jamie Noble's like, he can't be trusted. And Jamie Noble's like, yeah, like, yeah, cool, he's back. And uh, Rollins welcomed him back. But then Orton berated all of them. And I don't, I don't get... It's like but what's but when he came when he made his return at uh, the last pay per view at Royal Rumble when he made his return who we, uh, Randy Orton Fastlane yeah Fastlane when he made his return though it, like he was against the authority like I don't get why they are putting he like, wasn't against the authority was he he just RKO'd Kane um, for what he did to him. Yeah, but I think that is stupid. I do too, and I was very, I was so confused with this opening. I was so, I, I don't understand. I think they're trying to, they're trying to play that entire is he with the authority or is he not? Obviously, when, that's what they were doing. And and the, but the thing is, they're treating us as if we're stupid, like as if we yeah, don't absolutely. know what's going to happen. Like why, why in the, why in the world would would Randy Orton stay with the authority after everything? Why would the authority want him with them after all of that? Like. I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Daniel Bryan pick up a victory over Bad News Barrett. Yeah, our truth was on commentary and had a burlap sack with him. Nobody knew what was in there. He said he was going to pick potatoes later. <laughs> um, I would kind of like to see Bad News Barrett defend the championship without him actually having the title before WrestleMania in a match. Just, uh, just for like, just for, I mean, just to, to have the match. Yeah. But uh, I guess I could see why they wouldn't do that as well. But uh, when the single matches between, or singles matches, I should say, between the participants of a bigger match are continuously really good, that makes me think that the match that everyone will be a part of will be the one to pay attention to. You kind That's, of lost me with that. Like when singles matches, like Daniel Bryan versus Bad News Barrett, they're, uh -huh. they're just two of the competitors in the ladder match. Yeah. When matches like that are really good, yeah, I have to think that the match that they're going to be part of at WrestleMania will be even bigger and better. Oh, yeah, of course. That makes That's why when you say that you look forward to this match the most, yeah, I don't know why you say it, but these well, are no, I, I say this, the same reason. Their matches have been very good, but also the it's been entertaining. I love the fact that the IC belt has been kind of like everyone's pretty much stealing it from everyone. The only and, thing I don't like about that is what's stopping anyone from doing that next. Yeah, that's after true. WrestleMania, what's to say? Oh, I'm gonna just do this again, or what's well, to say someone doesn't do it with another title? It's yeah. like that's oh you gotta you gotta pull the curtain forward you can't you can't you can't look you can't look at that far. I don't know I'm a fan of it. But uh, 
Bad News Barrett hit Daniel Bryan with the bull hammer after Daniel Bryan picked up the victory here. And that led Dean Ambrose to come out and clothesline Bad News Barrett, which led right into Dean Ambrose versus Stardust. Uh, Dean Ambrose picked up the victory there. And uh, during this match, what I didn't like was Booker T saying that Stardust is the one that reintroduced the white-strapped Intercontinental Championship. That wasn't Stardust. Like, we just had a whole storyline with Goldust referring to Cody and how Cody isn't Stardust. And you're going to be on commentary saying that, oh, yeah, Stardust is Cody? Yeah. Like, but then Stardust is cutting promo saying that that belt is his and everything. But everybody's saying that the, the belt is theirs. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still don't like the fact that they they went away from the Goldust versus Stardust. You could have given yeah. them a five-minute match even. I would have liked a longer match than five minutes. Yeah, but, but I mean, me too. But I mean, I would have I would have settled with a five-minute match. I don't, I, know if, I, would, I don't know if I would have been happy with that. I mean, let's be honest. They're not going to give them a 10-minute match. You never know. Who knows? Maybe it, next year. Who knows? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. No. But uh, Dean Ambrose ended up taking the title after the match, and Bad News Barrett attacked him, which led Daniel Bryan to come out. Luke Harper ran down. Ziggler came out. And uh, while they were all fighting with each other, R-Truth took the Intercontinental Championship, put it into the burlap sack. And uh, after everyone hit their finishers and Bad News Barrett was on top, he got into R-Truth's face to get his title back. So Truth was like, here, here, fine, take it. Gave him the sack, ran off. Bad News Barrett went into the crowd, took out a toy Intercontinental Championship, and R-Truth was up on the entrance ramp holding up the real one. I thought that was funny. Yeah. That was good. Good Um, TV. I would love to know who writes this because this is... The entertaining side of WWE, where as opposed to years ago when you had the great Kali doing the flute to control Santino's Cobra. Yeah. When I thought that was still one of the most awful things I've ever seen in wrestling. Wait, so are you saying that this is good compared to that? Like, this is good stuff. This is entertaining to me. Yeah. Great Kali being a snake charmer. Is stupid. Right. Which, by the way, we might as well mention... Did he tweet something recently or some something happened with him? I don't know. Didn't he clear himself, you said? Oh, uh, he said something about he's he's up for returning to wrestling. No, thank you. Stay away. Um, next up, you had the Hall of Fame announcement that Connor uh, was going to be inducted. Well, yeah. How does this go? Connor the Crusher Michalik was announced as the first ever recipient of the Warrior Award. Which is, uh, I guess, another wing that's going to be added to the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, I'm confused by this a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's weird. Like, I can't say anything without sounding like a dick. Yeah. Like, I'm happy for this. I think it's cool that he's going to be inducted. Yeah. But when Warrior mentioned that there should be a Warrior, like, wing, or uh-huh. a Warrior Award or something... I'm pretty sure he was talking about behind the scenes, like cameramen and producers and stuff like that. Lighting. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what he said. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, they're just really. I'm completely um, fine with them inducting Connor under these circumstances. It's just not what Warrior said. My whole thing is that I'm, 
I feel very torn with it because how are you going to differentiate Connor from all the other kids that may be going through tough times and battling diseases that meet have the same like make a wish kind of a deal? But there has to be something that that was incredibly special with Connor for the fact that they started. Well, yeah, but I think that the I mean because they played it up with the Daniel Bryan and with the WrestleMania. And it was a it was a feel good story, and I feel like they I think WWE capitalized on that. Yeah, I think WWE capitalized on that big time, and but I just I just doing... feel like, but I just feel like it's just it may not be right to choose one over the others. I mean, what was if a kid says his make a wish is to be win the Warrior Award or something? I don't think. Like, or, I mean, I, I, this is my whole thing. I'm just torn that how you could uh, differentiate the kids. I mean, I think that they should all be treated equal and they're all, they're all going through such tough, uh, tough times and everything. And I don't know. But uh, if you want, you could support Connor's Cure. Go to WW Shop, pick up a bracelet. I know they sell them at live events too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I do understand that they, that the reason is because of his involvement with WrestleMania last year. But I just I want to see everybody uh, kind of on the same plane uh, turf. I don't know. Playing field. Yeah, I want to see equal treatment to all of them. Um, all right. So next up, you had a, a promo from Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. But even before that, Paul Heyman was in the ring just to watch a Roman Reigns video package, which I thought that was stupid. They, I think Paul said something like, "Oh, they wanted me to watch this backstage, but I'm going to watch it with all of you here." No, you didn't. I don't. Yeah, but <laughs> after the video, Paul Heyman introduced Brock Lesnar, which he went on to speak about Roman Reigns not winning at WrestleMania, which it was the same old promo with different words. He went. Yeah. On, he was also saying that if Lesnar wants to spend the summer unifying the WWE title and the UFC title, he'll do that. So then again, addressing those UFC rumors. Would you be against Brock Lesnar going to UFC and then coming back to WWE? As in going there as WWE champion? Yeah. I guess, I mean, not really under the circumstances that it's a month. It's, I still, I don't, I, I really hate the fact that there's not a champion on the show every week. I know, I know. Same here. But the thing is, like... If they did have a crossover with UFC and WWE using Brock Lesnar, I do think that it would sell. But the problem is, I think a lot of it would also get a lot of heat from those true uh, UFC fans. Right. So that's why you have to wait till next year when uh, CM Punk is in UFC. No, this year. No, not this year. Yeah, 2015. No, next year when CM Punk will be in UFC, though, where Brock Lesnar can come back. To WWE and be like, I never lost this this title, and then CM Punk goes, well, I never really had the opportunity to fight for the title again. I'll trade you. And then there's like some tournament for who's the real champion, or something. That would never. Or, or Roman Reigns is champion after WrestleMania. Brock never gets his rematch. Brock comes back in a year where someone else is champion. Maybe Roman Reigns doesn't necessarily have to be the champion. CM Punk, big UFC star now. Brock versus CM Punk, UFC WWE crossover match there. No. Dana no. White admits finally that WWE's taking them over. 
No. In a corporate buyout? No. What do you mean, no? When's this going to happen in your head? <laughs> None of that's going to happen <laughs> in my head. When, when is Dana White going to say WWE right now, all I see, All I see right now is Brandon. Brandon, all I see right now is you with your Screw action you. figures. Screw you. Like with the WWE action figures and like UFC action figures just planning out this entire when, storyline when in your mind. When is Dana White going to say that WWE is buying them? <laughs> Never. What do you mean never? You you already know they're in cahoots. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, happen. no, they're definitely in cahoots. <laughs> so they're not gonna do a corporate takeover? No. You know, I just the, love you know, the, the fact. Same, the I same just thing. Love the fact that the I'm same thinking. thing happens with WCW. Dude, Let me tell you that. No, you don't understand. Like right now, I just love the fact. I just want to keep on going with the fact that you're sitting around playing with the two action figures, planning out this entire storyline. And in one hand, you have Dana White. In the other hand, you have Vince McMahon. And you're just going at it. For the record, I, think I, don't, hilarious. I don't own any UFC action figures. That's why it's my imagination. They, I mean, they they have UFC action figures out. Yeah, they do. Uh, I don't own any of them. And uh, I, I, I don't play with wrestling figures anymore. I, I would be okay with if... Um, I don't know. I think that there's too much heat behind the true MMA fans that would get on the WWE with it being fake and everything like that. Who cares, though? I They'll mean, make so much more money then. Yeah, I, I think that even, it's... What CM Punk and Brock Lesnar is enough is making a lot of money as it is. Right. I mean, so. CM Punk is going to make a lot of money. And you kept on saying next year. He's going to, I mean... No, course, next year's the match will have to happen next year. Not oh, with him being in UFC. Yeah, his debut is this year. Yeah, but not his match at WWE's WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. You laugh um, now, but watch. Yeah. Um, next up, you had a concert, which we kind of hope didn't no, happen. No, that wasn't a concert yet. Yeah, yeah. Eric Rowan and Ryback defeating Kane and Big Show, which uh, matches, I think, like these, I don't think need to happen. I think in the case of a Royal Rumble, there should be some sort of storylines within the match. But I mean, in a, in a there, match, there were storylines with this. I no, mean, which the, is what I'm saying. Where it's a match that ends with a trophy. I don't understand why you need wait, a storyline in this. The trophy. Yeah. What are you talking about? They're in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That ends in a trophy. Who gives a shit about a trophy? They don't need a trophy. There should be no storyline about that. Oh, so that's what this match is based that's on. What I, yeah, obviously. I thought that this match was based under the fact that it was Rowan, like it was the authority versus the people that lost their jobs. No, and it's not like I mean it could be also it could also be that, but mm, that's 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 how I viewed it. They're all they're all four of them are in the battle royal, I believe. But yeah. it's I, not I like I don't think this match didn't make any of them look stronger. It didn't uh, make them look like they're going to win the match. How how did the end make any? make Big Show and uh, Kane look strong at all. Which, yeah, the only the only thing that it did was show us that Kane and Big Show have a storyline. Kane gets KO'd by mistake and then they argue afterwards. Yeah, I, I don't like the fact that Stephanie McMahon kind of just did what she did. It doesn't make sense to me. And I, I really do hope that Big Show and Kane step away. Like put Kane as a backstage agent and put Big Show as retired. Like why can't Big Show also be an agent? Well, because he, he has better things to do. He has uh, better things to do. Yeah. He has to coach basketball and everything. Why do you say that? Well, because he's an ex-basketball player, so, so it makes sense. He'll coach, he'll coach his children in basketball. I think so. he can train somebody to be a wrestler before he can coach basketball. 
But uh, Stephanie, when she was yelling, she was saying that Randy Orton was saying, oh, maybe he's right with him with all their kvetching. I don't remember Randy Orton speaking Yiddish earlier in the night, but... She definitely overheard Paul Heyman in conversation before she went out to say that. I don't, I don't get the McMahons. They're always fetching at me. Yeah. And then she goes, that's a good word. What does it mean? How am going to use it? But I, I, I mean, hey, it's always cool to hear Yiddish on WWE TV. Yeah, right? I, I really I just didn't understand why kick them out of the ring and then make them leave the arena. Let me, like, why don't you think of what you're doing? Think of what you did. Go sit in the corner. Yeah, it, it just didn't make sense to me. And she was just like, I want to see the monster. I want to see the big sh- it, it, the giant. It doesn't make She's any the sense. It's the giant. The monster and the giant. Yeah. But uh, speaking of other things that didn't make sense, then was the uh, Wiz Khalifa thing that happened. Yeah. Which he got booed in his hometown. And uh, after he was done, Wiz Dow was sent out to get some cheers. That's the thing on the YouTube. It sounded like he was getting cheers. He was getting cheered for some of it, but ultimately there were just more boos than cheers. I, I give him credit though because he's one of the, uh, in my recent memory, he's one of the few people that actually went down to the ring and down past the commentator, slapping hands and everything. While usually like Kid Rock and people will remain Dude, on the Kid, stage. Area. Kid Rock went all the way down to the ring, didn't he? At WrestleMania twenty five, so. was it? When he was, he was the song introducer for the Divas Battle Royal thing? No, I think he stayed up at the ramp. There's no way. He was walking with the Divas. I don't know. Maybe All it right, went to so, a certain point. I don't know. Yeah. So that's good enough. But speaking of Divas, up next we saw AJ defeating Summer Rae, which I really I don't understand how people can continuously say that Summer Rae sucks and then go on to talk about how awesome AJ is. Summer Rae is talented. AJ, I hate. All right, this is the thing that I oh, noticed. Oh, now that, you're gonna reagree with me? No, 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 no. Yeah, let's wait and hear this one. I hate the way that she takes the ropes. I hate okay. it. That's another thing I've been saying. Like she doesn't. She doesn't do it strong enough. She doesn't yeah, like. It's eh. like she like taps the rope. She like when she goes into the rope, she taps it it's and this, runs off it. She it's does the same exact. It's the same exact thing when I was saying how. RVD does the same thing with the uh, turnbuckles. It doesn't look believable. I just don't I don't like it. And I think that there's no reason why AJ should be getting so much of an appeal while some of these wrestlers deserve better. I mean, I think that the Bellas are better wrestlers than AJ right now. I'm going to leave that with that. And Why? You don't agree? No, I'm not going to agree for the fact that people will just say, Oh, you always bash AJ, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so, but, you, but deep, so, you, so you do agree, but you're not going to say it because of the... Right, but deep, deep down, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and, yeah, right. and instead of Paige getting her rightful title shot at WrestleMania, for some reason it's a tag team match with AJ against the Bellas. Makes no sense. And I have no clue if Eva Marie can wrestle these days, but why does Summer Rae have to get stuck with Cameron? Yeah, definitely. Um, next up, you had a Sting promo. Yeah, where his voice was lowered for some reason, which yeah. news sites said it was because it was a nod to the Black Scorpion from WCW, who turned out to be Ric Flair, who feuded with Sting. Uh-huh. I, I call bull on that. That's probably some fat mark. Yeah, not having anything better to do, so he's going to... Oh, I remember when they did this in WCW, they lowered Ric Flair's voice and made him the Black Scorpion. I'm going to... Yeah. 
I'm going to write this. Do to do dear.com. This is why they did the Sting promo the way they did. Post, update, post, retweet, tweet out. <laughs> and I know how Twitter works. <laughs> All I'm picturing is the fat guy okay. from uh, the fat slob from South Park. Oh, I thought you were going to say the fat guy meeting me playing with his wrestling figure. Didn't <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but whatever that sting promo is i just i couldn't the world get, of warcraft I, guy. I literally yeah i know who you're talking about but i literally couldn't get past the promo the the lowered voice i have no idea what the promo was about it was just yeah. like like you sounded like kevin nash speaking like what, what what was going on i don't understand yeah i don't next up you had the demise of curtis axel continue the demise yeah. What do you mean the demise? The destruction. Why would you say destruction though? He's been getting over. Yeah, he's well, been losing, but he's been getting over. Yeah, that's over. that's what I mean in that. That he's losing. Yeah, so Rusev beat Curtis Axel in under a minute. Yeah. John Cena ended up running out, put the uh, STF on to Rusev until he passed out. Then he poured water on him. No, oh, he tapped out. Rusev didn't tap out. He tapped Rusev out. Rusev passed out. Then John Cena poured water on him, which woke him up, put the STF on him again, while Rusev is tapping out, like, playing yeah, the bongos. The dude, he was, like, playing the bongos on the mat. Made no sense. And uh, John, John Cena didn't let go until Lana made the match for the championship at WrestleMania. But you noticed that, too, where it was just like he was playing the bongos. It didn't look like he was in pain or anything. It's just like he was, like, mocking yeah. it. He's like, I'm at a, I'm at the bar right now. I'm playing. This sound good to Rusev. Mother Russia. Doesn't sound like him. Yeah. I, I can't do a Triumph the Insult comic dog voice. But afterwards, backstage, Rusev was yelling at Lana and sent her away in what I assume is Russian. She has a movie that she's filming soon, so... Ah, makes sense. Yeah. that I would be surprised that she's not at WrestleMania, though. You would be surprised? Yeah, I would be. I don't know. We'll see, I think that she's. I think that that would be poor timing to send her away. Because I feel like she is a draw in herself with this entire... Okay, stop being, so, stop being so creepy there. What do you mean? She's a draw by herself? No, no, but you didn't let me finish. In being a <laughs> fact that where she's associated with Rusev... And a lot of people do uh, want to hear from her and see her. So I'm kind of surprised that I I can't see the WrestleMania entrance or anything without her involvement. Well, now that they say that there's casting for 24 to 30-year-old males to play Russian soldiers, who needs Lana? I That's the thing. I, I still see it hard. I still see – I still find see, it hard to see. You see it hard? What Stop. did you say? I find it hard to see. Continue. The New Day, Biggie Langston and Xavier Woods defeated Kid and Cesaro, uh, who had some new shirts on, which they say their names on the front with Switzerland and Canada underneath it. And on the back it said Team Kampf Champion, which I guess is Team Fight Champion in German, or it, maybe another language also. It seems that they're not going with that brass, deal uh, brass ring club. But I don't know. What's Team Fight? Like, what is... Team fight. I don't know. What happened to the Masters of the Universe? Like, what happened to the cartoony? fact? Like team fact. Is that what it was ever? Well, they were, they, when they were going back and forth saying like fact, fact, fact. They were going with that. Then they went with the Breast Ring Club. It's like they, they keep on 
Well, the brass, brass ring club contained Adam Rose, so pour one out for our homie. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, I didn't, I didn't like the use of the turnbuckle camera in this match because it was used when Langston threw Xavier Woods into the corner to do a corner senton, but all you could see was Woods' feet. So in points like that, I don't get it. Yeah, they used it incorrectly during that AJ match too, I believe. I don't recall. Or maybe that was on SmackDown, but they used it during a Divas match, and it was just like, it was just the, at the wrong time. It was stupid. But the ending of this match, I thought, was very eh. It like it didn't. There was no impact in that move that uh, Xavier Woods did to Tyson Kidd to roll him up or whatever. Mm. So I don't. I like it. Whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. But uh, Natty caused that distraction there, which led right into the next match. Which was Naomi defeating Natalia. Um, this this uh, flowed right from the previous match, like I said, which uh, I thought was a good match, good Divas match. I'd rather watch this than AJ. Am I right? I, I'd I'd rather see not Natalia and Naomi face each other on the WrestleMania card, and especially if I don't right. want to see that if they're not going to have a if they're not going to have Paige wrestle then. Yeah, no, I, I I understand that too. Maybe we'll get two divas matches at WrestleMania this year. I wouldn't mind seeing that, but or, this, or, have, this this is going to become a six man tag. That's what I said from the. But no, it, it can't be. That's not. There's no way it's going to. Usos and Naomi versus Aro Kid and Natalya. I don't think there's the tag no way they're going to be defended. There's no way that's going unless they're going to do a number one contenders match with the other teams that have been. No, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. During this match, let's just say that the Usos and Tyson Kidd... Or, I mean, the Usos took out the uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. And Naomi hit Natalia with the rear view and rolled her up right into a pin there. But that led right into Los Matadores coming out. Which I guess they were pressed for time, so they kept doing these out, out, out things. Yeah. And uh, Los Matadores picked up the victory against the Usos. Which, they're... There's how is this not going to be a match at WrestleMania with these four teams? I kind of four just teams? see it as a yeah, six-man tag. I don't see how. I really don't. I mean, the all, I see these tag teams being a part of the Memorial Tour, uh, Battle Royal. I don't know. And, but, uh, but during this match, El Torito distracted one of the Usos, and then one of the Matadores rolled them up and pulled the tights, which I don't understand why they weren't saying it. They didn't say, oh, I think he pulled the tights there. Yeah. Um, next up, you had a promo from Bray Wyatt, uh, Undertaker yeah. kind of answering the challenge. Well, he spoke about the power of the urn, and he opened it, and nothing happened, and then placed it down, and then everything Taker started to happen, where the smoke started pouring the out. Smoke, the lightning. The thunder, and gongs yeah. went off, and followed by the lights going out. When the lights came back on, there was a spotlight over uh, the rocking chair, which was in the ring all by itself. And uh, lightning struck it. Quote-unquote, lightning struck it and uh, set it on fire. And on the Titantron, well, Taker said Bray will, will rest in peace. So I guess that's Taker accepting the challenge. Well, and, I think on the screen it said... Well, on the screen it also it said... No, it said WrestleMania, the man comes around. Yeah, yeah, which is a Johnny Cash song, so maybe. Yeah, I'm assuming that that's going to be the song for the match. Which um, I don't, I don't see 
I can't see that being a theme song for Taker. It's kind of like fast. Mm. Uh, <laughs> next, next up, you had Roman Reigns defeating the Authority. Yes, uh, Seth Rollins and Randy Orton with just five scheduled minutes left on Raw. Yeah, Reigns just started to make his entrance, so I guess that's why they were doing all the, I guess we'll say rolling entrances. But uh, this is this is why WWE needs to stop doing things so quickly and letting things play out over a long period of time. Rather than rushing Mania storyline after storyline, it just, that, that's what happens. You panic and then the Raw's, you got to cram so much things into the Raw. Yeah, they should have taken out, if you cut Khalifa, you would have had enough time. Yeah, absolutely would have had enough time. I think that Khalifa is a bad Can you stop uh, just saying Khalifa? It's, you got to say Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa, I don't like the. I think that that Wiz Khalifa placement is just bad, especially leading up to WrestleMania. It just didn't make sense. There was no point. Yeah. Uh, Unless unless they were down ticket sales and they were like, oh, maybe we'll add Wiz Khalifa and he'll sell tickets. Yeah. You can go see him on tour with Fallout Boy. Uh, Next up, you had. Let's talk about SmackDown. (laughs) Well, I just want to speak about this match first. Oh. Because the match was going all fine and dandy. And then Randy Orton dropped off the apron, got into J&J Security's faces. He knocked out Jamie, and then Joey Mercury helped him to the back. And uh, the match continued when Randy Orton refused to take the tag. Roman Reigns picked up the victory, and uh, Orton just started beating up Seth Rollins for about nine minutes. He RKO'd him through the announce table. Predictable. I I thought it was too confusing for... Like, yeah, you want to build up Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins, but this has just been the most confusing thing to... Yeah, I, don't, I think that this, the way that they're building this up is really poor. Yeah. And uh, lack of thought and creativity went into this. It's like, honey, Triple H and I have to make a storyline for Randy, Uncle Randy and Seth Rollins for WrestleMania. Would you like to draw a crayon picture of what we should do? Pretty much. And then the kids sit there and they draw. One came up with Randy Orton should be with the authority. Then one came up saying he should be with them, but he should turn on them. Triple H like smart broker girl. Smart booker girl. And the other one's like, oh, we should have dragons flying from the ceiling. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's talk about SmackDown now. Yes. Daniel Bryan opened up SmackDown. Said that he's, he's tried to ignore the WrestleMania sign. This and that, but it's WrestleMania. He needs to be a part of it. He spoke about the people that he liked as a child and how they all held the title, the Intercontinental Championship, like Mr. Perfect, Ricky Steamboat, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and even current uh, inductee, Macho Man Randy Savage, or this year's inductee, which was, I think, a great way to build up the title's prestige again. To mention, They've been doing that a lot recently. What? Uh, mentioning those past... Uh champions. I mean, JBL did it last week. For Yeah, for the Intercontinental. Yeah, so it's kind of like they're trying to drill that into our heads that these are the past champions, so these people should be on their level. Yeah, and he said that it's the only title that in WWE that he's never held, which isn't true, but it's true. True enough. <clears throat> true enough as in he can't hold the Divas Championship. The, uh, unless he changes he it. I mean, Harvey did it. Yeah, but uh, Bad News Barrett came out, Ziggler, Harper, Ambrose, and Stardust eventually. They all cut promos about how they want the title. R-Truth came out, and uh, 
he had the title in the sack. And uh, I think he's definitely going to add some comedic relief to that match. And it just ended with everybody in the ring, who was in the ring at least, brawling. Mm -hmm. Set up the main event. After that, we saw Los Matadores teaming up with Tyson Kidd and Cesaro to take on the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, and the Usos, which, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say I like this match. But I hated that it took till SmackDown for them to mention that Los Matadores cheating on Raw. Yeah, I I I agree. And they, then, yeah, yeah, they showed that promo before, and uh, they said that they're going to do whatever it takes to become champions. And they did the same thing during this match, I believe, right? Where they did that swap. What swap? Uh, where one Matadori switched in. Oh yeah, other. yeah, yeah, yeah. After the, that's how they won the match. Yeah, the twin magic, I guess. If you want to, I guess you'd say it. they're not twins, but they're, yeah, they're, we can't tell the difference between them. I like that the Usos and New Day couldn't really. Uh, Work on the same page where that there was that moment where Woods was going to go. Well, everybody, dive. nobody could work on the same. Yeah, page. but but specifically that spot where he was about to do that dive to the outside, and then one of the Usos did it instead. Yeah, and then he did it and in, in, uh, unintentionally nailed the Uso. Yeah, and uh, I think one of the Los Matadores did that to Kid and Cesaro too. So yeah, but uh, it's funny that WWE has to pipe in booze for this match. Because Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, if you watch Monday Night Raw, clearly get cheered. I didn't notice the pipes. Yeah. And also, I have to say that in this match, the turnbuckle camera made more sense because you could at least see the back body drop that was going on. Instead of just seeing Xavier Woods' feet, you actually saw the move. So, mm-hmm. But like you said, both teams made mistakes, hitting their partners at different points. And uh, I thought the end of the match was really, really exciting. With like the the move after move after move, where oh my god, is he gonna win here? Is he gonna win here? I thought you didn't like finishes like that. No, sometimes they're good. In this case, I liked it. All right. Next up, you had Ryback defeating the Miz. Yeah, not uh, much. Miz, Miz Dow backstage watching. Yeah, Miz before the match yelled at Miz Dow and made him stay <laughs> backstage. Then Ryback beat Miz pretty fast, and they showed uh, Damian Sandow, Miz Dow backstage laughing about the loss. So. Yeah, I still don't understand why Mizdow is uh, the the what what was it? This assistant or yeah, the assistant to the Miz. I still don't understand that. He would be fired if it wasn't for Miz. Yeah, I still don't get that entire storyline. So I don't know, but good quick match gets the point across that Mizdow isn't really on the same uh, level as the Miz right now. Same page, you mean? Yeah, the same page. Yeah. Talking about Paige. No, not, not yet. Page. Not yet. Roman not yet. Reigns was <laughs> out there speaking out Paul Heyman and Brock. And out came Mark Henry, who makes his return. Uh, basically said that Roman Reigns can't beat Brock at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns said that he can. Mark Henry said that he can't. And that Roman Reigns needs to earn everybody's respect. And Roman Reigns was like, whatever, and tried to walk off. Mark Henry yelled at him, pushed him into the ropes. Boom. Huge, huge Superman punch to rebound off the rope, which I have to admit that I watched multiple times because I thought it looked really good. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I, I just It was something about Mark Henry taking that bump. Well, yeah, not even that bump. It, but... the, the punch and everything looked really yeah. good. Uh, then Mark Henry rolled out of the ring, and for the one millionth time in... The 
past history, Three years. past yeah, Mark Henry gets speared to the barricade, which I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine with this whole promo because it's one of Brock Lesnar's past opponents saying that he's been there and Roman Reigns can't do it. But now, um, what's confusing me is like, is Mark Henry back now, or was yeah. he just, did he just come back for this I, one thing? I have no idea. Like, I mean, I, I just want to like... see. I, I just want to see more of of Mark Henry. I understand the placement of this, but I'm just more dis. Like, I'm still one of that one of those fans that want to see Mark Henry in a main event. I want to see Mark Henry get treated better or get that. I mean, it was kind of like he has the Hall of Pain, and I want to see that build up to the level that it was at before. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea if Mark Henry's back, but if they're not going to roll with him being back, he'll probably have a match on Raw against Reigns. That's what I, I can't see them. No, because after the match, he had the backstage fallout. Oh, and what? And he, he uh, Renee Young was just like, what was that all about? And then Mark Henry was like praising him, saying how – he stepped up to the plate. He wanted to make sure that he was ready to step in against Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns has what it takes. He's a monster. He's an animal. See, so in this case, I think it should have... That's another thing, like I said. The WWE just squishes so many things together. Yeah. This should have been... Hap- like when Kurt Angle was facing Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. <clears throat> Kurt Angle one week was going against Marty Jannetty. He was with Sensational Sherry the next week or whatever. It's something that needs to be stretched out longer, I think. Yeah, well, I think that that promo with the Mark Henry kind of explaining the reasoning should have been aired as opposed to some of these other promos. I think that the, that promo is kind of uh, crucial to air on television because you, you didn't even have an idea. You thought that they were going to have a match on Raw. Well, I mean, I, I figured to, at first I figured that Mark Henry was only doing that to, to be like, no, like I could – yeah, but I mean, I imagine that, that. But imagine the younger audience, like that, may not understand Mark Henry. Uh, Mark Henry's uh, intentions. What do you mean the younger that? audience? I'm not so old, dude. You're almost. I'm, 30. I'm not like Dave status. You're almost thirty. Dude. I'm not Dave from marking out status at my <laughs> age, Mister Forty Seven. <laughs> um, but even still, I, I. So I'm kind of going back and forth with the Mark Henry segment. I do understand it. So I can tell you all day about how I don't like it and then how I do like it. So, but it's like yeah. who else? Who else now do you bring in to be like, no, he can't do it, but yes, he can. I, it, I don't it, know. It, it reminds me of a poorly done version of Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit at WrestleMania twenty. Where Wait, so you just mentioned, but all right, so you had Mark Henry. He was a past opponent with Brock Lesnar. Who are you gonna? Have come in. That's to, what I'm like. I don't know Mark Henry's. I mean uh, Brock Lesnar's past the. I mean we've seen Big Show already. Yeah. Who else it, are they? It's Brock Undertaker. Reigns. It's it's Hulk Hogan, The Rock. Who else? Like, can't be Hulk Hogan. The Rock. The Rock already's on Roman Reigns' side. Yeah. I mean, unless he gets in there, he does the same thing that Mark Henry d- does, and how he's just like you have to step up to the plate and everything, and then. Be like, all right, I'm proud of him. He stepped up to the plate and all and praise him for stepping up. But I can't, but that would kind of make him a heel. That would, the would me in no, the face. it wouldn't make him heel. It would make, wait, Roman Reigns heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It would make him. That's what I, it's just like, you don't know who else, there wouldn't really be anyone else in there. I mean, the you only have other opponent like, is CM Punk and John Cena. Who I else? Mean, like, there's nobody. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, Shelton Benjamin gets brought in next week. I, I'm entering the ladder match, but also you can't. I'd mark out if he entered that ladder match. Yeah. I completely would. Wouldn't, wouldn't we all? Amen. All right. So next up, you had Paige and AJ defeating Cameron and Summer Rae. I have to say here. Very, Cameron looked better than AJ? Very, very surprised <laughs> by that. Very, very surprised by that. Cameron was doing things that was more intriguing to me than AJ was doing. Were you really about to say that? Yes. That's funny. I was very, very shocked by that. Yeah, I, I got to give kudos to Cameron. She really, she's improving in the ring. And I think that she could be, I said it a long time ago. I disagree with you. <laughs> I know, I know. But I do think that she is improving, improving a little bit. And I do think that she could be a good heel as a Divas um, in the Divas division, which they kind of lack. They kind of lack yeah. that true heel. I think the move that, the double team moves that she did with, or double team move, I, I really hate this chair. It's funny, on the show I used to complain about the chair, I got a new chair, and this chair is like, you, you spend so much money on a chair, and it's, it shouldn't make noises like this. Yeah. But uh, I thought the, the double team move that Cameron and Summer Rae did was, was really good, for Cameron at least. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Bellas were on commentary, and afterwards Brie had to hold Nikki back, and AJ had to hold Paige back. Which leads yes. me to ask, why is this a tag team match instead of a singles match? It should title? be. They could have made this a singles match and just have AJ as manager and uh, what is it, Bree or Nikki? Bree. As yeah, Bree as manager. Like, but, but oh, I want my WrestleMania payday. I'm not coming back unless I wrestle a match, Vince. So don't come. I'm going come on vacation. Back. It's like I'm a puppet right now, and you're actually talking to AJ. Yeah. <laughs> me, AJ. I'm going to <laughs> WrestleMania to wrestle for no reason. Yeah. I get tattoo right. on my neck, which I'm fine <laughs> with. I really, I don't know why I say that. I I'm, might be I'm, the only one fine with that. You you think it's so marky, but I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think it's completely It's marky. a tattoo to remember something. Edge, it, it's just like that guy of, with the Hulk Hogan tattoo across no, uh, it the isn't. chest. The wing, the wing belt tattoo across his no, chest. No, it isn't. Every single <laughs> tattoo of Edge's was when he was in, it was one of his injuries and one of, they all represent a, a moment in his career. So why can't AJ get a tattoo of the date? I don't know. Maybe it's just because we do know that she is a mark. I, I don't mean, know that she's a mark. Uh, I know she's a mark of a terrible. She cried wrestler. when she met Lita, dude. Yeah, but that. How old was she? <laughs> you you cried when you met Val Venus. Oh hey, I told you not to say talk about that. All right. Didn't he say? And they call you the Big Dave. <laughs> just kidding. They didn't. Because I could see why you're so small. No, just kidding. Jeez. But he he could see. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah, very awkward. But when did, didn't you cry when you met? Hacksaw. Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, yeah. Yeah, because then it was coming all like full circle. <laughs> I was such a fan of you. I wrote a letter when I was a kid. Brother, don't cry, tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so next up you had Daniel Bryan, uh, Dolph Ziggler, and uh, Dean Ambrose, the three Ds, defeating Bandy oh, Barrett. Even, didn't even notice that. Yeah, defeating Ben Hughes, Barrett, Harper, and Stardust. Yeah, and I was hoping that R-Truth would be on commentary for this. However, he was not. Yeah, I didn't get that part. But again, I have to say that watching everyone in this match made me wish WrestleMania was happening this weekend, just so I could see this match. Yeah, this match is going to be awesome. Luke Harper, I think, is going to be the standout. I hope so. When, when he put Dolph Ziggler in the torture rack, dude. for some reason, I thought he was doing the angle slam. Really? I, I was like, oh my god, he's doing the angle slam? 
I, I knew it was a torture rack, but I just hoped that he held it for a little bit longer. It was long enough, I thought. Uh, I Zig thought that Ziggler got out by raking his eyes. Yeah, but I, I wanted to see why couldn't Harper pick up the victory. Well, because you had Daniel Bryan, you had to sell that point where Daniel Bryan tagged himself in, hit, hit yeah. the knees, and then after that match where Michael Cole interviewed the three of them, Dolph Ziggler was like, you know, at WrestleMania, Daniel. It's every man for themselves. And then Ambrose called Daniel Bryan a turd. And Dolph Ziggler's like, wait, 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 cut the music. I I agree with him. You are a turd. I, I understand the whole every man for himself thing at Mania. But I thought that after promo with Michael Cole was dumb. Mm -hmm. But what, what are you going to do? How are you going to sell a match that's every man for themselves if you don't call somebody a turd, huh? Yeah, right. That's how it all starts. All right. So that is SmackDown. Yeah. Um, do you have any, do you know of any outside the ring news? Oh, NXT, right? Well, I was going to speak about NXT afterwards, but we could definitely speak okay. about NXT now. Whatever floats let's, your boat. Let's do NXT now, shall we? All right. Uh, what is there to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Alex Riley's return. All right. So Which we, I well, guess we already spoke yeah, about. Yeah, we spoke but, about that already. I know that but you as, wanted to As far as the match, before. though. I mean, I guess it's apparent that there's something there holding Alex Riley back because he's got a different finisher. His finisher doesn't involve lifting anyone up on their shoulders. It's the blockbuster. Yeah. What did you think? What did you think about that? That I, is a jobber finisher. No yeah, offense to Tyson like, Kidd because Tyson. I, that's Kidd, the thing. I was about to say that Tyson Kidd does that a lot. But it's like a very generic superstar. He did the. I think he did the Moonlight Drive also. Yeah, he did. So that's another one of those moves that are like, which I kind of feel like he might have done that in the past, but I don't know. I want to see him be, be innovative, dude. But this is your your type. I mean, of shot, he he was innovative, and story reports from backstage say that he can't use his finisher because he gets they pick his opponent up on his shoulders, and it looks too much like the champions. Really? As in, not Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Huh. That that was from 2012 when Alex Riley was no longer allowed to be a wrestler. I still want to see Riley and Miz uh, go at it. That's are you kidding me? What? Go at it as in like continue their storyline from 2012? Yeah, I want to see that happen. Apparently, they're uh, on Twitter uh, going at it back and forth. Hmm. So. Um, what else is there to talk about? The WWE is trademarking the the wolf back uh, hand gesture. Yeah, the that's click that's from click. from Japan that Bret Hart got from Japan, right? Too sweet. Yeah, I think it was Bret Hart. But then, like, because the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club are using it on their shirts. But, yeah, all over the place. But the thing is, like, they're doing it in tradition and everything. In tradition. So, yeah, I mean, in you know what I mean. But, but no, uh, I don't. Because to me, every time I see them do something, it's Marky. Well, yeah, like even Sean, uh, Sean Waltman tweeted to them saying, these guys all pay tribute to us by carrying on that tradition, by the tradition. And then the young bucks said, exactly, we thank you for paving the way. Like So like you're just on TV doing suck it because it's your thing? Like you're paying tribute to who, DX? No. Look at how many people do do that though. Who? I, there's a lot of I've seen. I feel like I've seen. I see DX and the Click. I don't know. Um, anything else to really talk about outside the ring news? Alexa Bliss. I really liked her finishing move. I can't wrap what? my head around it. it. She goes to the top rope and like she's 
facing forward into like oh, doing a Oh, it was summer... kind of like it, it looked like the Bam Bam moonsault, but reverse. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. The Bam Bam moonsault. But she was facing forward. Yeah, I saw Lance Storm say that he was the first person to take that move. Really, from her? Yeah, obviously from her. I think that she she <laughs> uh, trained under him. Yeah. Uh, him, uh, her, and uh, Tyler Breeze. Which I hope nothing but the best for Alexa Bliss. I want more. I want to see more of her. I've I've said it from the start that I'm a big fan of hers. It's like she won me over when she did that not 450. Like <laughs> I, I really the, do the think 450 she, reversal. I do think that when, she's very talented. When she went up to the top rope, I was like, "No, David was right. <laughs> she's gonna do the 450." <laughs> and then she landed whatever move that was. I was like, "Yes, it wasn't the 450. I'm still right." That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know really what else to speak on in regards to WWE or outside the ring news. Will, will next week be the Arnold Classic tapings? or? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did tape the matches at the Arnold Classic. And I think that those were taped for this upcoming next week's uh, NXT. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Should be cool. Um, yeah, that's it. So we'll be right back here. On Marking Out. Hi there, this is Kimberly, and you are listening to Marking Out. And we are back here on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 214. In case you forgot, but most of you probably don't even care what the number is, you just care that you're listening to my voice and. and. Ed! And, and Dave, your voice. The rave that okay. all the ladies crave. I, I instantly regret doing that setup. Yeah, well, I don't know why you set me up for that. <laughs> well, I just, I, that's not really a setup for you saying Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like hamburgers and Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. Oh, Crave Case, that makes sense. So, in that sense, I guess you are right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, then in the past, we, uh, Five Borough Wrestling took place, Celtic Clash in Brooklyn. Celtic Clash. Oh yeah, sorry. I always do that because they, nobody knows. Is it is it Boston Celtics or Boston Celtics? Why is it the Celtic Warrior and not the Celtic Warrior? So how uh, do you know that it's Celtic and not Celtic? It's you're gonna have a CL after that and not be Celtic. I mean, that's how you spell the Boston name. Yeah, but it's not. If it was like Boston, it's the Boston Celtics. There's no CL word afterwards. Why would you have Celtic Clash without or or Celtic Clash? It's Celtic Clash. That doesn't roll off the tongue like Celtic Clash does. Could it's like the Celtic Warrior, the Celtic, whatever Sheamus's move is. It uh, just it rolls off the tongue, so I'm going to assume. White noise. No, the Celtic something. He has a Celtic something in his move set. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that took place. You had a bunch of matches taking a. Uh, Take place. Sammy Pickles picked up the victory over Willow Nightingale, a uh, newcomer to the wrestling scene, Willow Nightingale. But Sammy Pickles, the, I mean, I don't know, the star, <laughs> WC Starlet champion, picking up the victory here. Yeah, we saw Whiplash pick up the victory against the Amazing Red. Uh, it's, I guess it's cool to go to these indie shows. You see everybody, familiar faces from wrestling ha history. I don't know why I was going to say past and then history came out. Yeah, but you, had, you had a five-man mayhem match at Stockade. Took on Big Daddy Dre, Jigsaw, Alvin Alvarez, and David Starr. 
And David Starr picking up the victory in this match. Yeah. Uh, we also saw Talon taking on the Grim Reefer, picking up the victory there. You had the Five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Champions defend successfully in their championships. The Mega Muscle defended it against Milk Chocolate, Flawless and Lawless, and the Beaver Boys. That match I actually really wanted to see. Oh, I thought you were – that was like one long sentence. I thought there was more to that. No, no, no. That that actually looks like a really good match. I'm sure it was, just like I'm sure this one was with uh, Tommy Dreamer versus Brian Myers versus Joey Tell. Uh, of course – not of course, but Tommy Dreamer picks up the victory here. Yeah. Um, I wonder – that, that must be interesting for Tommy Dreamer and Brian Myers to work each other or wrestle each other, I should say. Why? Because uh, Tommy Dreamer got – I feel like they've wrestled – I'm sure they have, but Tommy Dreamer got Brian Myers the job, I guess, basically in WWE. So, All right, that's true. Yeah. Um, you also had uh, Ethan Carter the third take on JT Tun and pick up the victory. Which it sucks. I couldn't be at this event. I really, I would like to have seen Ethan Carter wrestle at Five yeah. Bar Wrestling. Mm-hmm. We saw the. Five Bar Wrestling Heavyweight Championship on the line. Drew Gulak taking on uh, Sanjay Dutt and the champion Papa Don. Uh, Papa Don picks up the victory here. Mm -hmm. And in the big main event, the match that I'm sure, I mean, obviously you wanted to see this as well. Match that I hope everybody else would like to see in a match that I think was probably really good and proves that... WWE screwed up by letting Justin Gabriel go and proves that Tony Nese should be in WWE. That being PJ Black versus Tony Nese. Uh, PJ Black, if anybody doesn't know by now, is Justin Gabriel. Picked up the victory here. Definitely a match that I would be wanting to see on the independent circuit. Or in WWE um, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, you can watch some of those clips over on the Making Towns with Brian Myers. And you can check out Five Borough Wrestling. Go check out the next show, April 10th at American Legion. Um, and they always put on really entertaining cards, so go check them out. Brooklyn, correct? Yes, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, all right, so next up we have some upcoming events taking place. Uh, Jersey Championship Wrestling in Howell, New Jersey is going to be taking place. You're going to have the JCW champion, Joey Janela, defending his belt against Devin Storm. Uh, This is going to be a uh, rematch from their 2014 JCW Match of the Year uh, winner. And you can actually watch that past match on their YouTube channel. Yeah, what else is there? Uh, You're going to have Too Hot Steve Scott defend his JCW Extreme Championship against Peaky Sanchez. And you're also going to be having the JCW Tag Team Champions, the Garden State, defend against the Players Club. And we got Road Warrior Animal and Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the house that night. So definitely definitely check that out. Check it out. JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com. And I'm unsure if I said, but the date of this is the 14th. Oh, yeah. You didn't say it. Yeah. So March 14th. So So, go check that out. tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. people are listening today. Oh, I looked at the wrong ones, the wrong uh, upcoming events. All right, so yeah, tomorrow. My bad. Which, did we already cover this? Probably, but. Uh, maybe briefly. 
Uh, next up, you had you have CCW Deja Vu taking place tomorrow as well. Um, you're going to be seeing the CCW Wire Champion Chainsaw Joe Gacy taking on one of the beef, one half of the Beaver Boys, Johnny Silver. We got a no ropes barbed wire match between Matt Matt Tremont and Stockade. You got one half of Team Tremendous, Bill Carr taking on Dirty Bucks Belmar. We got the CCW Tag Team titles on the line. The OI4K will be defending the titles against the Nation of Intoxication. Danny Havoc and Devin Moore. Will we have new champions there? Find out at CCW. Yeah. And the CCW World Heavyweight Champion, Black G's, will be uh, will make his presence felt. So go check them out. CZWrestling.com. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, that's it. What else do we have here? That's it. So shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Hey everybody, it's the Godfather of Mark and Now Chris here with a shameless plug. Anyway, I know everybody has plans March 29th to watch WrestleMania at 7 p.m. live on the WWE Network for only $9.99. But earlier in the day. If you're on Long Island, come to Evenflow Bar and Grill in Bayshore and check out the Rock the Hunger Food Drive. This is presented by Bandcast Podcast, Evenflow Bar and Grill, and Washed Up Media. Uh, my buddy, Mr. Gogo Costas Cortez, is putting on a show, and the entry fee, rather than five bucks at the door, which you could pay, you could bring three cans of non-perishable food. This is all going towards Island Harvest. Uh, this is an amazing cause. And I can't say highly enough about uh, Kostas for putting this together. Uh, playing on the bill, I have a lot of good friends around the, that are playing, like Sargasm, like Iscariot, who will be debuting their new bass player, which is going to be sick, and also maybe uh, one of my favorite bands ever, well, favorite bands right now in Nashville, also playing Mutiny Abroad, You Blue, The Fearless, Native Alien Tribe, and Scorpio Sun. Uh, There's going to be 50 Cent Wings, $3 Yinglings, $3 Middle Lights, $3 Fireball Shots. Uh, This is all going to a good cause, so come and rock out uh, before WrestleMania, and then complain on the internet after WrestleMania is over about how Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar, and it was unbelievable. So, there's my shameless plugs, and back to the other guys. Thanks, Chris. And don't forget to go check out all these people that promoted us during the week of pro wrestling. Thank you very much to Ryan. Oh, did he change his Twitter handle? Yes, he did. All right, so go check out Ryan. Go follow him at HellmakerRyan. Also, go check out the Shoot Wrestling Network, Shoot Network at Shoot Network. You can go listen to us alongside so many other podcasts. Another wrestling podcast, Pro Wrestling Nation, The Wrestling Mania, Bite That, and ton more. You got a lot more. Monday Night Carlo. Go check it out at um, shootwrestlingnetwork.weebly.com. Also go check out Jasmine at Reverse NMSage. Also follow Evan at Evan Bordner one John at Mr. John Faust. And don't forget to go check out NYWC uh, at NYWCWrestling.com. 
and at NYWC Wrestling on Twitter. They have an upcoming event on March 28th in Deer Park, New York. Ton of matches. We're going to cover that next week. They'll give you a full rundown. Um, and make sure you buy your tickets, nywcwrestling.com. Also, upcoming, you have Jersey All Pro Wrestling presents Awaken on March 21st in Rawway, New Jersey at the Rawway Rock Center. You're going to be seeing low key. You, you got low key MVP Samoa Joe, Teddy Hart, a ton more. You got uh, Kazarian. The bad boy himself, Joey Janela, a lot more. Go check them out at japw.net. I think you mean Jamo and So, though. Oh, yeah, Jamo and So. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Charlie Haas and a lot more good times going on there. So go check it out. Yeah. Brandon, do you have any uh, shout outs? <laughs> hey, okay? It's me, Mickey Mouse, and you're listening to Brandon Shoutouts. I just think I should give an anti-shout-out to all-you-can-eat places. Because, uh, I mean, truthfully, there's really no reason to go to a buffet or get endless apps at TGI Fridays. I give an anti-shout-out to you for actually <laughs> doing it. Well, I, I went there, uh, and the, the manager came over, and she, she was helping out our waiter. And she, she goes, oh, well, do you know what you guys are going to get? And... We were like, yeah, we're going to get the endless app. She goes, oh, you're going to break the record? I was like, well, what's the record? So she told us the record, and uh, after after four refills, I was like, well, how do we not keep going? How do I not keep going? So I went there. I broke the, the, the restaurant's record, and I don't ever want to do that again. But you I gotta got to think about your health when you do stuff like that. Well, I think about living in the now, but... I, I got I got a free appetizer or a free dessert the next time I'm in there, and uh, but I take this as my obligation to tell people to not go for a record, just eat until you're full. So don't overeat. Yeah, nothing nothing good ever comes to that. Like I would have been good at the the sixth refill, but seventh was pushing it. So what were what exactly did you order? Well, I I started out with the bruschetta. And uh, I thought bruschetta was going to be like the easiest one to get down because it's just tomatoes, really. But they, they had so much like raw garlic in there that it was so difficult to do. But I ended up getting that like three times. I got two barbecue chicken flatbreads. Uh, I got a tostada in there. I might have gotten another barbecue chicken flatbread as well. But the, the, the food is good. It's really It really is worth it, though. If you're, if you're in shape and you want to go there and eat something... That's worth a meal. If you order two of the bruschettas, I think was worth it for the twelve dollars because one is ten, I think. Uh huh. So was it, ten is I think too much for a price of that, but it really is worth the money. So if you're on a low budget, it's a good place to get get full. And up next, even though I think it's cool that this will be the last time for I think a thousand years, uh, my math is off, which is funny because what I'm going to say, but, uh, but I think for the last time for a thousand years that Pi Day will line up as 3.1415. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that shout out to WrestleMania 20 because it was 11 years ago that day that I got to witness one of the coolest events that I've ever been to. So do I sit home on Saturday and eat pie and watch WrestleMania? I don't know. What do you think? 
I think sit at pie and uh, watch WrestleMania. Sit at pie? Should I yeah. sit on a pie? Yeah. I don't think so. But uh, last shout-out goes to March 16th, otherwise known as 316, otherwise otherwise known as National Stone Cold Steve Austin Day or National Stunner Day, whatever you'd like to call it. So make sure on Monday you give somebody a stunner or... You Are you actually going to give a stunner to someone? You never know. You really if you all right, if you could give a stunner on National Stunner Day to anyone, no limits, anyone, who would you choose Kim, to give a stunner Kim, to? Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Il, whichever one is the current one. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Kim Kardashian, but then it was just like, no, you like her. Yeah. Well, I don't like her. Like her, I think she's terrible for society. <laughs> but then again, I'm doing the same exact thing. I'm just not doing what she did to get there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not like I'm I'm not gonna be a reality TV star though. Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah. I'm but trying to think. Who who would I choose? You could throw back some Steve Weisers too, if you're over twenty one. Yeah, throw back Steve Weisers. Yeah, while you're watching some Monday Night Raw. I think I would throw a Stone Cold Steve Austin a good old stunner to let's see. I'm trying to think of a really annoying celebrity. I would um, stun her stone cold just to have the story. Ooh. Boom. That's that's a that's a pretty good story. Like why would like it's like oh, how many people get to say they stunned Steve Austin? The Rock. Who else? Yeah. Vince McMahon. That's pretty much. That's pretty much I'd be, it. I'd be in a class with Vince McMahon, The Rock, and me. He'd be like, Why why are you two grouped together? Why are you all three of you grouped together? Is that it? I gave Stone Cold a stunner. I don't know, maybe Triple H, maybe others. I'm not sure, though. Hmm. If, if you know of anybody other than Triple H or uh, Vince McMahon, uh, I mean, I meant to say The Rock and Vince McMahon, who have given Stone Cold Steve Austin the Stone Cold Steve Austin stunner, or just a stunner in general, let us know. How could you not think of people who, who you would stunner? Because I'm tons going... Of names. Huh? There's tons of names. Do they have to be living? Yeah. There's tons of names. Yeah, they have to be living. All right, so give me another one. Albert Einstein's cousin? <laughs> Why him? What did he do know. to you? What didn't he do to me? He That's didn't do true. anything to me, actually. But <laughs> Any, There's anybody. There's Just name anybody. The Chef Boy RD. I'm going to go with uh, Brandon. I'm going to go to the guy from McDonald's. Which guy? Ronald? No. <laughs> Ronald? No, just anybody who... Anyone who came up with that uh, what the French fry hashtag, I'll I'll, I'll throw a stun it to them for Burger Dan. King. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know who came up with that, but yeah, um, Justin Bieber could. That's funny. I was gonna say Justin Bieber can get it. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna go with could uh, get a LeBron stunner. James. I should say LeBron James. Yeah, I would hit LeBron James with the stunner. <laughs> the It'd be kind of awkward. You see, you got to make the, the sentences for these. You got to you got to complete the sentence faster. I would hit him with the stunner. I would I would I definitely hit LeBron James. I would hit stunner. Kanye West with a stunner. Yeah, Kanye deserves a stunner. Kanye, big time. Uh, I hit him with two stunners. Kim Jong Un definitely deserves a stunner. You said that already, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, who else deserves a stunner? Justin Bieber deserves a stunner. Amy Schumer, I can't stand her. She'll take a stunner. I I like her. I, I like her. I can't yeah. stand her. I'm fine with the stunner to her. I can't stand her. Um, who else? Oh, that guy on the who's the SNL guy that I really hate that has that late night show. Seth Meyers. I don't yeah, think, he's I don't think he deserves a stunner. He's getting a stunner for me. I don't, I don't think he's funny at all. He's getting a stunner. 
I think, um, what? He's definitely getting a stunner. Oh, whoever created that, what color is the dress? Whoever started that trend, they're getting a stunner. Also, Justin Bieber's manager, he should get a stunner. Justin Mm -hmm. Bieber's mother, she should get a stunner. Mm -hmm. Um, All the Justin Bieber fans should get stunners. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Come on. I don't care. Give Zack Ryder a stunner. I don't care. All right, that's true. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, right. Um, any One Direction fan that thinks they're cooler than me? Any One Direction fan that hijacks a pro wrestling thing? Yeah. Oh, um, ISIS. They deserve it. I'll say that. Anyone, yeah, yeah. We could definitely stun anyone them. Anyone associated with ISIS, they can get stunners. Yeah. It's the worst wrestling segment in general. <laughs> in history. <laughs> this, this breaking news. This podcast covers who should get a Stone Cold Steve Austin stunner on National Stunner Day. They, lay, they name ISIS. Oh, TMZ. You're on the list, too. <laughs> Congrats, TMZ. You're on a list with ISIS and, and yeah, Kim Jong Un and, and Justin Bieber. Yeah. So, and and uh, the guy that tried to rob the squared circle, and Victoria's husband, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Oh, that frat, that racist frat. I'm gonna stun them. Give them a stunner. Yeah. I forgot what, which frat, they, which school they're from, but they're getting a stunner. Also, the the faceist rat. Faceist rat. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, just, that I works. Just, I just. uh Oh, Lil, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne? Yeah, Lil Why Wayne. Why Lil Wayne? I'm not a fan of his. I think he... I'm not a fan. Who's He's Lil Wayne? Stunner. Lil Wayne's the what? Yeah, no, no, that's Lil John. Oh, right, Lil John. Yeah, <laughs> Lil Wayne. Screw Lil Wayne. And yeah. we're at it. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. And Macklemore and Lewis. Why are you kidding me? I don't need to hear that stuff. I... No, I, if, you do, if you don't give out a stunner to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis... You're getting punched in the face the next time I see you. <laughs> so, why don't you go to your thrift shop and let's move on to... Yeah, just go to your thrift thrift store and hit someone with a stoner there, randomly. No, don't do that. Let's... No. Let's just go on to our... Our, uh... Or no, our... Our... Right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I'm not going to say why it was the mark out moment of the week because I don't want to spoil anything. But there is a new show out. It's on Netflix called Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, starring Ellie Kemper. She was on The Office. Uh, it's a show from Tina Fey and Robert Carlock. Uh, NBC originally picked this show up and then sold it to Netflix. So it's definitely going to be fun or it's definitely a funny show that I think everybody should check out. Carol Kane's on it. Uh, Jane Krakowski, tons of people. So I'm not going to say why I marked out for it, but I just want everybody once you why, watch Why is there like a wrestling? There is a like? wrestling reference on this show that I pop for. So once you watch the show, I, I really don't want to spoil anything. So once you watch it and you see that, you'll see why maybe, well, I hope you don't make fun of why I marked out, but I, I thought it was really funny. So definitely check that out. It's on Netflix. You can binge watch it. That's what I did by mistake. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> it's like yeah. I start episode one, and but before you knew it, I was on six and then I stopped and I started episode seven the next day and I finished the series. It's only 13 episodes. It's That's already funny. It's already picked up for a uh, second season, so... There you go. What about uh, the Big O on Broad City? 
that Comedy Central show. Really? Yeah, he was on Broad City the other night. What? Where, what's her face? Kathy, no, not Kathy. Uh, who is the the morning show host with Michael Strahan? Kelly Ripa. Yeah, yeah. He was with her. Doing what? Scene. He was a male hooker. What? He was a male hooker on that show, Broad City, recently. It, are you sure it's not, like it aired? It actually yeah, aired? Yeah, I, I, I watched the clip the other day. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, on Comedy Central. So kudos to the Big O. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that was our show this week, folks. Take it away. Uh, you could follow us on Twitter at Mark and Out, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore MO, Facebook.com slash Mark and Out. You could subscribe to us, leave comments to us, rate us on iTunes. You could leave comments, I think leave comments, and rate us on uh, Stitcher Radio where you could stream it. You could leave comments and questions for us on uh, markingout.com on the episode. You can go there, listen to past episodes, present episodes, and um, that's yeah, also it. check. Go watch, go watch Cooking with Brandon episode three. Please go watch Cooking with Brandon episode three. You could leave some comments and questions. Just share it with your friends and family. It's the winter time, but you could still watch Cooking with Brandon episode three. Man, don't forget to check us out on the shoot. Shoot Network at shootwrestlingnetwork.weebly.com. And I think that's it. So it's time that we say, oh, also. Um, oh, Patty's Day is coming up, so do not drink and drive. He means St. Patrick's Day for all of you yeah. fans out of the loop of what Patty is. But uh, when you're, yeah, don't drink and drive, seriously. Don't drink and drive. Dan, it's a Tuesday. How do you? Who goes to work the next day? Does everybody take off? Is that? I don't know how that's going to go. I think everyone's celebrating this weekend. <laughs> what do you mean you don't so... know how it goes? It happens every year the same way. That's no, true. <laughs> but um, uh, we wish you, unless the... you have more to say. No, no. You, then you... we wish you the best, best of luck, luck in your, your future endeavors. Have a Talk about being a mark over here.